Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, more patients delayed healthcare over cost in 2022, that according to a Gallup poll. And we're going to talk about what that means. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite, two great companies. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Having a child with cancer is one of the most painful and difficult situations a family can face. In 2023, to celebrate five years at This Week Health, we are working to give back. We will be partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long. We have a goal to raise $50,000 from our community, and we are already at $10,000 for the year. We ask you to join us. Hit our website, and in the top banner, you will see a logo for the Lemonade Stand. Click on that and give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. All right, so Gallup poll was done. Let me just read from it. It's a pretty short story. So Gallup found that 38% of respondents or family members delayed treatment over costs in 2022, a 12 percentage point increase compared to 2020 and 2021. The upswing coincided with economy-wide inflation reaching a 40-year high. Last year's spike in delayed care was the largest over one year since Gallup first began tracking these data more than two decades ago. The previous high was 33% in 2014 and 2019, while an average of 29% of patients reported delayed care over costs from 20, or 2001 to 2021. More than one quarter of those who participated in the 2022 survey said the care they forewent was for very or somewhat serious conditions, while 11% went without care for non-serious conditions. Lower income people, younger adults, and women were among the groups more likely to delay care. And this is from a modern healthcare story if you are going out there to look for it. So let me give you my so what on this. The question of delayed care and putting off care becomes, is it going to come back? And at what point is it going to come back? And if it doesn't come back, what are we gonna see? Well, we're gonna see sicker patients, right? Problems don't get better with time. It's just a, it's a truism. Uh, and so people are generally going to get sicker. They're going to show up sicker and they're going to have more complications as a result of that. So that's, that's one problem of it. The second problem is a financial one, right? So you have to ask yourself the question, does this indicate a change in buyer behavior? So are buyers looking at and selecting healthcare differently as a result of cost? or as a result of price transparency, or as a result of the economy. And if they are, and potentially they are choosing other options, or they're being directed by payers or others for different options, what does that mean for your business model? The problem with providers is we have very expensive infrastructure for acute care, right? Those campuses that we have, those hospitals that we're so proud of, those are becoming anchors. They are way too expensive to operate. And so as we move forward, if you, are, if you are seeing a lot of this care get deferred or go to alternate care sites, 
you're going to have to compete. And in order to compete, you're going to have to set up those alternate care sites. You're going to have to go to the home. You're going to have to go to ambulatory surgery centers and urgent care. And a lot of health systems have done that, but they haven't done it in a way that cannibalizes their existing revenue. Because if they do that, there's a significant financial penalty to be paid. I mean, you're talking about care venues, which could represent two to seven times decrease in cost to the overall patient, not delivering on that very expensive campus. And I think what you have to do is you have to, you you can't answer this on a broad national basis. You have to look at it market by market, and you have to look at it based on where your markets are. And we saw this with the common spirit announcement where they said, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're, we're essentially heading towards a $2 billion reduction in overall cost, but hey, we're going to be increasing our spend in two of our markets. And it's two of the markets that are growth markets. They're in the Sun Belt, and they're looking to really expand their footprint in those markets. The Sun Belt in general has been growing. Again, not true everywhere. You have to look at it market by market. But if you look at Florida, Texas, Arizona, these are growing markets. And as you look at that, you have to say, all right, you know, what is our what is our approach in those markets? Now, other markets, which could be stagnant markets or even declining markets, could be a completely different strategy. Regardless, the question always is, has the the buying decisions, has the behavior of the consumer changed? And if it has, how are you going to adjust your model? Like I said, those those campuses are great for attracting people to acute care for long term stays. But the reality is more and more care is going ambulatory. The surgery centers are becoming more effective and safe options and alternatives were being directed there by payers and payers are getting more sophisticated. Our buyers in terms of the the employers and the commercial payers is getting more sophisticated and they are directing the consumers and the consumers quite frankly, aren't looking for a surprise bill. They're looking for defined costs. And this is why price transparency isn't a regulatory item. It is a consumer experience item. They need to know how much they're going to pay before they start the process so that they can determine whether they're going to get that care. And I know, I understand that when a physician hears this, they're sort of cringing and they're saying, well, people shouldn't decide to get care on whether they should pay for it, they could pay for it or not. But at the end of the day, that's just reality. People are not going to engage in getting the care if they can't pay for it, and they don't know. In fact, the doctors don't know. No one knows when you go into a hospital how much it's going to cost or where the bills are going to come from. Some come from the hospital. Some come from, you know, the the, the anesthesiologist. And I mean, you get bills for the next three months from all these different sources, and you never know when it's going to end. No one knows when it's going to end. It's really kind of a it's a completely broken model from a consumer standpoint. The consumer wants to know, hey, I'm going in to get this done. How much is it going to cost? They need to see the bill ahead of time and go, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm committed to my health. That makes sense. I can afford that. I'm going to do that. When they don't, the, the absence of information breeds fear. And when you have fear, people will delay care. But that's not the, the, the question is, has your buyer changed? Has their behavior changed? And if it has, you need to identify that very quickly. How are they buying care? How are they evaluating care? And then you have to adjust your strategy. This isn't just an IT strategy, although very much influenced by an IT strategy. If your buyer behavior has changed, you're going to have to go to them. You're going to have to reach them. You're going to have to understand how they're making decisions. And you're going to have to 
position and 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 put your services in front of them in a way that they can consume it, they can understand it, and they can make a decision towards care at your venue and at your health system. So a lot of implications from this story. I hope I did adjust it. It felt to me like I was all over the board, but I want you to hear this. You have to understand, has the buyer behavior changed? Are they making decisions on care differently in your market today? And if they have, strategy decisions need to be made quickly to adjust for that. Otherwise, you go the way of blockbuster video, not just a cliche. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'm, this really helps us. Send a note to somebody, let them know that you're listening to the podcast. Uh, they can subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you get the picture. We're everywhere and they can also find us on our website. We wanna thank our channel sponsors, great partners for investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.